Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh boy. Elliot Lamar Flandestine Blake. <laughs> Flandestine, that's Flandestine. a new one. Flandestine. Uh, uh, Garibaldi? No, no. No? This is Gary Anthony Williams. Oh. It's time for day drinking. <laughs> it's time for day drinking with, you know, you keep going, Gary, why don't you know any big time celebrities? I do. I ask that all the time. Ones who fly over here in their own private aerocraft? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Why don't you know any? Well, I got on the horn, and man, oh, Manischewitz, as we say in my community. I what? say that all the time. You say that in your community? Yeah, I do. No, I'm Jewish. I'm in the Jewish community. I, that was the community I was referring to. Oh. Ha. 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 As we say, I'm not Jewish, guys. I'm sorry <laughs> for lying to you. We have one heck of a guest here today. Arrived in his own uh, aerocraft. In his aerocraft. I won't allow him to talk till I say his <laughs> name. <laughs> Elliot, yeah. introduce this show so we can get to this young upstart. I will do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. do-gooders and no goodniks. Woo. Welcome to another episode of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Blake. Yep. Sitting across from me is my equa host, it is. Gary Anthony Williams. Williams. Uh, in my next life, I'm going to come back as a dastardly dude named No Good Nick. <laughs> Mr. No Good Nick. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, for America's pleasure, Colton Dunn. Yo. What's up? Oh, er- everything, Colton. Right. You know up. what? Nothing can go wrong in our lives. You and I? That's right. We lead a charmed life. Nothing. No when problem. was the last time anything went wrong for you? Never. Never. Can't remember. Elliot, that's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nothing can go wrong for this guy. Nothing. He got pulled over for speeding yeah. by a cop. Mm. How many How many uh, dollars uh, well, did he give you? Well, I was going 115 miles an hour. Yep. And the cop gave me 50 bucks. $50 for going 115 I miles an hour. I think he shortchanged you. He should have given you 115 bucks. Well, I mean, you know, like some people see the head glass half empty, some see it half full. <laughs> see? He, 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 has, he, has, he has pinned me. He knows, he, knows, he knows who I am in an instant. He is an, he's an optimist. Yep. And he's an ophthalmologist. Wow. Colton Dunn is an optimist and an ophthalmologist. An amateur ophthalmologist. Uh, For the audience who's never heard this show before, who only tune in because Mm -hmm. a young Colton Dunn is here, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell them how it works. Please. We have have him on the show. Yes. We are going to chat. Immediately. Immediately. Followed by a chat. Followed by a chat. And then you, from your fantastic book, Create 100 Cocktails, uh, Home Bar Guys, Deep dive into the art of cocktail creation <laughs> you are going to make colton don a flavor to savor yes you're gonna put something in his face uh-huh. that will change his outlook on the human race wow. wow you're gonna put something on his tongue that would thrill the very old and the newly young wow right wow. did i get it right you're doing very well oh. keep going that, I'm done. Okay. 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 <laughs> You're going to put something on his lips mm-hmm. that'll make him shake his booty and wiggle his hips. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. You, 
<laughs> get Saucy. ready. Wow. Yeah, get ready for Here we go. All right. Get ready for that. <laughs> uh, okay, so I did I did um I emailed Colton. Yes, yes. One thing about you, Colton, you said don't you ever text me. And I remember that. Yeah. Like, you I'm grabbed very me. Clear about that. Yeah. Don't you ever text me. Too intimate. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I will answer to email and email only. I said, young Colton done. And then I had to send that one off, nah. that email. That's how he works. Yeah. He's like, wait till uh, I respond. Ah, uh, okay. So kind of kind of like a telegraph. Like a telegraph, yeah. 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 Young Colton done, stop. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and then he answered back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. He didn't even put a question mark. Okay. Uh-huh. He's, he's like affirming, I'm Colton done. Mm-hmm. And then I said, what do you enjoy drinking? And young Colton Dunn said, I enjoy something in the realm of, was it a Manhattan or a... Old fashioned. An old fashioned. Well. And I shared that information with with me. And then you said... And I said, stop. Okay. And then I said... Something uh, in this sin. Yeah, yeah. and then I said, hey, I I think I've got something in my book that'll work. So what did you you decide for young Colton? uh, Well, if you're playing along at home... Uh, turn, uh, I don't know what page it's on, but uh, t- they're in alphabetical section. Turn to the whiskey section and yeah. look for a drink called the Cassandra. Okay. Uh, also up. known as the Old Fashioned number 209. Oh. So it's a variation on Old Fashioned. And Old oh. Fashioned is one of those drinks that you can play with and do all sorts of different variations on and still be relatively true to what an Old Fashioned is. Now, is and, 209 a prime number? I have no idea. Is it? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see numbers. Okay, yeah. fair. that's fair. Fair. I only was able that's to read very it. woke. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. There are things that we have blind spots on in yeah. this show, and uh, and today I am afflicted with uh, not being able to see numbers, which is going to make it hard because I don't won't be able to know how much whiskey to put in the drink. Just look, follow my hand just, signals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, this drink, uh, the Cassandra, the old fashioned number two hundred nine. I look. I don't know whether this is really the two hundred ninth version of the old fashioned. Okay. I just felt like okay. why not probably. Probably. Sure. Sure. Could be. There might be number 902. I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, this one is a uh, it's a rye whiskey based uh, old fashioned mm. that also has uh, Amaro Chiacharo in it, which is one of my favorite Amaros. Oh, it's a cola I'm going to groan after everything you, you say. Please do. Rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's Colton. Okay. All he's, right. <laughs> he's got a very All guttural right. groan. Okay. And then the Amaro Chiacharo, which is a cola, not Amaro. Yeah. Oh, kind of like a flat Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to put a little bit of this uh, this Marie Brizard uh, white cocoa liqueur. Yeah. Friends of cacao. It's got a little bit of dry chocolate flavor to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. And then, now, look, normally uh, you would put Angostura bitters in an no. old fashioned. You wouldn't do that. Normally that's what you'd do. Yeah. Today I'm changing it up a little bit. Oh, wow. I am putting in two different kinds of bitters. Okay. I'm putting in. Bitterman's, uh, I don't even know how to say that. Uh, mole bitters. Oh, mole. Yeah. Yes. Well, it starts with an X. Jogolato. Oh. Mole bitters. Oh, okay. Bitterman's okay. mole bitters. Okay. And then we've had this on the show before. Okay. What is that? This is the Bitter, bitter End, End. Uh, Memphis Barbecue Bitters. Oh, okay. Now you're so about what we're going to do with this, because the, the chocolate uh, uh, kind of in, the, in the, the chocolate liqueur, that's kind of a warming, you know, it's a little warm. Yeah, sure. Right? And Why so these, these bitters are going to add a little warmth and maybe just a little tight, a little zing to it. So this, this old fashioned, if it comes out correctly, it's oh. got a little zing. Oh, All right. well. So 
We're sitting across for a man who he wants a he wants a zinga ding ding. All about that zing. All right, I'm gonna make it. We'll put this uh, recipe uh, on our uh, Instagram, and it'll be in the show notes uh, when this uh, episode comes out. And uh, if you're listening to it, the episode is out, and that's where you'll be able to find it. Show notes. Uh, While you do that, we're gonna chit immediately, followed by a chat. All right, feel free to chime in. Chit chat and chime. I shall. Thank you very much. Thank you, Elliot. Colton, thank you. Look, I know you I know you're a very wealthy man. Uh well and um, wealthy people live far, far away. <laughs> and I know you came from a, a very far distance today to join us. Yes. How how far would you say you had your driver drive you here today? Uh, let's see. I think uh, in uh, nautical miles. Nautical miles yeah. probably about uh, four miles. Because you live <laughs> You only live on the water, am I right? Am I, I getting I, this right? Yes, I only live on on moving water. Now, why why not the still waters? Uh, mosquitoes. Okay. May I ask a question? Yes. I'm. I'm <laughs> do you measure when you have to come onto land, as you have done today? Mm. Do you still measure every? You're still groaning over here. <laughs> do you, I have the effect yeah. on some people, I guess. Do you still do you still measure everything in nautical miles? I prefer it. Okay. Very good. All right. Back to the drink. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, first of all, thank you for making the water trip over of here. Of course. Those four nautical nautical miles. Uh, CD, may I call you CD? Yeah, man. Okay. Does anybody call you that for real, or you just allow me to do something? You got a GA dubs. Okay. Now, I do get called that a lot. Really? So I do appreciate that. I get called Gaw. Gaw. Oh, man. Yeah. GA dubs. Always in the tub, popping that bub. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> in the tub. I'm literally always. In the, I have a skin condition. Oh, yeah, I'm not well, supposed to get dry. Yeah, well. so I'm supposed to stay moist all the time. Yeah, well, you know, off like. You know that movie, um, Boy in the Plastic Bubble? Did you ever see that? Yeah, movie? with uh, John Travolta. Yeah, with John Travolta. I'm like that guy. Okay. Except. Except you're a man. And yes, and I'm <laughs> surrounded by a, a tub. A tub. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you. I, I thought, am I going too fast? I may be saying this too fast for the pe- the good people to understand. Oh, okay. But I can see you. You were. I'm following along. I, I think they're now. with us. Years ago, I think I got an audition for a pilot. Did you have a pilot years ago? Say anywhere from three to five years ago. Was there a new show that they were doing for you? For me? By the way, your agents may have not not told you this. There was a show. They mentioned your name to me, my agent. And I was like, I don't think I know Colton. And then I Google you. And then I see all your stuff. And I was like, oh, I like this dude. Hmm. I guess the important part of me not remembering any of that is that was the first time that I knew your name. And then didn't work with you though. Still, yeah. Until last year was that last year? Or this year? This was the yeah, the end of that? last year. The end of last year. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. your new podcast. That's right. Voyage to the stars. Voyage to the stars. Where you play uh, your your folks get missing in space. Yeah, I play a guy whose parents went missing in space, and uh, so he wants to find them, and he pretends to be a space captain. Yeah. Uh, and ends up becoming a space captain only because uh, the computer endows him with endows you. Power. This, yeah. yeah. Have you ever really wanted to be like a spaceman? Oh yeah. As a youth, oh, were, of were you really? Yes, I would definitely. Was that your oh dream? yeah, man. I wanted to be an astronaut. My my dream was actually ruined by a family friend's mother. Why? Uh, How? Well, it was a buddy of mine, and uh, we were actually leaving Arby's one day. She had <laughs> picked up Arby's for all of us, and we were driving back and. 
she's like, oh, what do, what do you guys want to be when you grow up? And it got to me, and I said, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Uh, and she started laughing, and I was like, what's so funny about that? And my, my father is uh, 6'5", uh-huh. so he's very tall. Uh-huh. Um, and so she was like, well, you know, your dad is 6'5", and you, so you'll probably be 6'5", and astronauts can't be taller than six feet tall. So you're probably not going to be able to be an astronaut. But does she not know that things change in this world? Things have changed, and now you could be taller than 6'5 and be an astronaut. Was that literally it for you? I that Honestly, that was a moment where I went, well, I guess I won't be an astronaut. And I just put it out of my head and focused oh on doing other things. Dude, how old were you then? Uh, I was probably seven or eight. Man, okay. And how tall are you now? Uh, six feet tall. Okay. Well, number that one. lady really <laughs> she, did a number. Yeah, she screwed me. All right, all this go. This is a message to all the women leaving Arby's right now. Mm-hmm. And With do you want to give kids. them the message, or do you want me to give them the message? I, I, I prefer it come from you, ladies. Please, if you are driving from Arby's and there's a, a young man in your car with aspirations of being an astronaut or a pickup truck driver, if the if that pays, do not disparage his dreams his hopes with your perceived knowledge of how tall he's going to be <laughs> or what the future will hold for space and or pickup truck driving. True. Because they could have found out at some point, we really need taller guys in space. We don't have to make the space arm that Canada arm so long if we got somebody with a longer reach. Boom. A six five astronaut could have been perfect. And you grow in space. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you no decompress, you, you right? Decompress, yeah. So you're gonna yeah. get a couple inches. Yeah. So you go home, you're crying in your Arby's, well, in your yeah, Arby's yeah. Uh, yeah. roast beef. Curly fries are soggy. It's... Oh, I'm I'm actually a guy who does not mind a soggy fry. I don't eat fries anymore. I had to give it up. Oh, okay. And that's that's the truth. I don't mind a soggy fry. Yeah. I would rather have a soggy cool fry than a hot hot crisp fry. That's, oh really? Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Is that where we differ? Is this where... I mean, this, this might where be we, where, you know, this might be shots fired as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I mean, I don't mind... this show. <laughs> no, I don't mind you, Colton, eating mm-hmm. a crisp, well, hot fry. I just don't want... I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But, well, you know. So you're still shots firing on it. There we go, man. Okay. You know, that's how it is. So you go home with your delicious soggy fries, <laughs> crying, and you go, no more astronaut. I reckon I'm going to concentrate on being... I guess a comedian. You went straight in. A uh, basketball player. A basketball then player. I, then I focused on trying to be a professional basketball player. And did you do that like junior high and high school? Junior high and high school. And then I dropped. Uh, I quit the team uh, because I decided to do improv comedy. I thought that was more fun. And how old were you when you stopped the uh, uh I was probably 15, 16 years old. And were you so a good? 16 years old. 16? Yeah. And were you a good baller? I was good. Yeah. Yeah, I may. I was on the varsity team, did you, and you did not see a path where you could do improv and basketball. Well, because the practice for improv was the same time as the practice for basketball, uh, and I wasn't a starter. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, um, I was really good playing with my friends, but then at school, uh, I got a little bit intimidated, so I wasn't as aggressive as uh, yeah. as I should have been, and and I and I just didn't want it enough and. Did you ever look back and go, man, I should have stuck with basketball? No, I mean, there's like maybe fleeting moments when I'm watching a basketball game where I go, oh, man, that, that looks so fun. But 
No, 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 no. Wow. Not, not in any real sense. And did you jump whole hog into improv then? At I did. I did. In doing shows at school, or were you out in the did public? Shows, I did shows at school. I did a high school league, uh, uh, comedy sports high school league uh, that they did in uh, mm-hmm. Minneapolis, St. Paul, where I'm from. And, uh, yeah. And was it game-type improv? Yeah, like it was short form. Yeah, it was short form improv. Comedy sports is like two teams of improvisers battling each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And then straight from improv, that was like around 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Were you already doing on-camera stuff too? No, not at all. No, no. I was just, just doing improv uh, in in Minneapolis. Then I moved out to New York when I was 18 and uh, kept trying to do comedy out there. A little mm-hmm. bit of stand-up, mostly improv. Uh, and yeah, and I did, I did that until I basically from that city to Los Angeles until I started writing at Mad TV. And that was, so you moved to LA at about what age? I'm going, I'm going to make some guesses. I can, I'm pretty much a good guess. Okay. 22. Hmm. No, that's where you're wrong. That's where I'm wrong. I got it right. You got it right. Okay. (laughs) So you move out here at 22. All right. No. Okay. Let's pretend you know better. Mm-hmm. When would you say? Let's just pretend. I mean, I would have to do the math. I moved out here in 2004, and it is, what, 2019? 19. And I am Lord. 41 years old. So. Something. Let's see. Something. 22. Somebody, somebody's doing it. We'll say 22. 22. 22. Let's go 22. So you moved out here. <laughs> <laughs> so you move out here and immediately got this mad TV right Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, because uh, you told them. Yeah, no, I moved out here and I uh, I slept on uh, my friend, you know, uh, Jordan Peel. I slept on his yeah. couch for about a year, uh, my first year out here. I didn't meet you I'm... back in the day with Jordan, did I? I don't think so. God, I hope not. That would be embarrassing for me. No, I don't think so. So you were hanging I think, out? I mean, I think I came to see shows that you were in, but, yeah, but we, we didn't, didn't meet. Right. Okay. So you hung out with Jordan for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good person to hang out with. Great guy. And then how did you get this 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 whack at Mad? Uh, through Jordan, he uh, submitted me as a writer. Cool, uh, and, and that's uh, when he was on the he was on the show. At he the was time. on the show, and because I was living at his place, I was writing sketches for him to bring in, and that's so that's kind of how I got in to do uh, in, got the meeting to go in. Now, did they ever look at you and go, "Oh, oh is is it time for oh, toast?" Time the drink oh, has wow. been placed. Right What's the in name front of, of the you? drink this, now? This is uh, the old fashioned number two hundred nine. Ah, cheers, cheers. good luck. Oh, I'm scared. Old fashioned two hundred nine. Oh, that's good. A little bit of chocolate, a little, a little bit, bit, bit of zing. Huh? That's what they, that's 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 they say about you. That's, that, that's right. That's what they say about yeah. Colton. A little Dunn. bit of chocolate, a little bit of zing. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little, a little orangey note to it, too. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. which is, there's, there's some uh, muddled orange peel in there, and then I expressed a little orange oils over the top from the from the garnish, from the okay. orange peel garnish. So, so what you get there is, uh, I mean, it's a little bit like one of those... Uh, one of those uh, dark chocolate orange things that you slam on the table and break off. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember what they're called. I Ooh. know the orange and chocolate thing. I, I've yeah. never slammed it. Oh, well. There's one that comes that's like in the shape of an orange. And it breaks, and bre- it breaks yeah, apart. And you have to slam it on the table to break it, it breaks apart. breaks into and little, little segments. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Tasting. Yeah. yeah. No, you, if you want to slam that glass down on the table and see if anything happens, it, it might Dude, break this apart. this is Sherman Oaks. Anything goes here. Yeah, man, man that's what I heard. This I heard the, it all goes down in the, the Oaks. Hood, bro. Yeah. Everything happens in the Oaks. <laughs> we folks in the Oaks. The Oaks. <laughs> Elliot, I know you were busy. You were, you were f- breast down making that drink. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're sweating. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, yep, yep. I had to take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, really, you didn't that, have be, to. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. It's cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> but... 
she chose to take his shirt yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're do. just talking about how he was sleeping on Jordan's couch, uh-huh. writing, mm-hmm. and then Jordan took some stuff in. Yeah. They hired him as a writer. On, uh, on Mad, Mad TV. TV. That's what I thought Refused I heard. Refused to let him perform. <laughs> did you try to get on there performing? At I first? never tried. I, I I mean, I did show up in it. Actually, the year before I got hired, I was in a sketch. Oh, cool. And then while I was working there, I would show up in the background of other sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were pretty, uh, you know, there, there's sort of two types of ways people will do sketch shows some people will be have a lot of writer performers yeah and then some shows are like no you write you write you don't or perform. perform you're not doing the other thing that and mad was more or less that so if you're a writer it was very hard to try to put yourself on camera and were, were, at that time <coughs> was your preference to write or perform uh i i prefer to perform yeah um but uh but i had no problem writing either i, I enjoyed it so what did you do after the whole mad situation how long were you on there first of all uh, the last three years. So the last three seasons of Mad TV I was on. Did you grow up watching uh, Mad TV? Yeah, I did. I watched I watched more SNL than Mad TV, but uh, but yeah, I definitely had watched it while I was growing up. How many seasons was that show on? I want to say it was 13 seasons. Cause wow. It went away, f- and then they then they tried to do a little re- re-kick yeah, on yeah, it. They, yeah, they that didn't, it didn't go so right. Mm. I will say that when I first saw, I was watching SNL, mm-hmm. and then when I first saw Mad TV, I actually, I started watching Mad religiously when I first saw it, when it first came out. No. I just, I actually liked it better than SNL. I thought it was more creative at the time than SNL. Plus, I had grown up watching SNL, and I was like, okay. There was something brand new that came along. Yeah, that I t- well, you I know, and one thing that doing, you know, whatever. But they, what they started doing at Mad TV pretty early on is the is pre-taped sketches. Mm-hmm. SNL wasn't doing that for a while. They would maybe do one or two, and then they kind of started doing the digital shorts when the Lonely Island guys right. uh, got on. That got really big, but. You know, this is before people were watching stuff on the internet. Yeah. So stuff would, you know, we do a, you know, our pre-taped sketches on Mad TV, and they'd air, and and that was it. Wow. You know, so yeah. they wouldn't get as much traction as, uh, you know, and and as uh, the the shows do now. It would be a, a totally different world now if if back in the old days SNL did if SNL did what it does right now, like someone was saying, did you, oh did you see the SNL sketch with um. Idris Elba the other night. I was like, I didn't. I saw the sketch online. I didn't see the show. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I never watched the whole show. I, I'd be, I, I'd be I surprised. I'd like to see the numbers on it because I, I don't think I've watched an episode of SNL in yeah. years at this point. I just watched the clips the next day. I think they're doing some great stuff right now, but yeah. like politically speaking, sure. I think politics kind of pulled some stuff out of the fire. Yeah, reinvigorated. Them. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. But I never watched. I when I was younger, I watched the whole. Yeah, I watched the whole episodes oh, yeah. of everything. Did you watch a lot of comedy? Oh them? yeah, oh yeah, definitely. A lot, of, a lot of Saturday Night Live, a lot of uh, Kids in the Hall. Um, yeah, love you it. know any any sketch show really. The State, uh, Exit Fifty Seven, any, exit, any oh, sketch I show that would show up. Exit yeah, my, that was my buddy Mitch Rouse. We were in the same comedy group in uh, in Atlanta, mm. and he said the beauty of that show is they gave them the money and let them do whatever they wanted to do. Was that, where was that? Where did that air? Was that MTV? I don't even know which. It, 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 was, on, it was on the Comedy Network, whatever. If, well, I don't know if it was Comedy Central or if it was before Comedy Central was Comedy Central. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then my next part of that question was, what did you do after you uh, left the Mad TV situation? Uh, you know, I tried to um, work on getting uh, onto 
and perform more and get it on camera. So I did the CBS Diversity Showcase. Were you diverse did, enough? Uh, I was diverse enough, I think. Just I mean, enough. Just enough. Just a just a little <laughs> bit enough. But I, you know, I still kept doing writing uh, jobs here and there. But for the most part, I tried to focus on on acting and getting acting work. What was some of the earlier work you did after that? Uh, a lot of um, a lot. Uh, I did like Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. I played a character on there, an animal control guy. So I had a reoccurring on there, uh, and then I did, you know, probably I did a pilot, pretty much every year. Like one um, of the ones that my agent told me that it you might were have in, been one of those, you know, uh, that you won't talk about. That I, uh, you know, I, you look, refuse. Yeah, I get. I'm it. just saying I, I'm not going to neither confirm or deny okay. that pilot ever. That means he's denying it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I would do a pilot, you know, and then it would, you know, obviously you know how it goes. Like they wouldn't get picked up and. You know, I kind of hang around and do whatever reoccurring, you know, stuff uh, I could get. And then pilot season would roll around again. And yeah. so um, until until I got Superstore. Well, no, well, for a while there, I also wrote on Key and Peele. That was the other. So when we came back, we did Key and Peele okay. for a few years. Okay, hold on then. Did we meet on Key and Peele? Probably I... not because I didn't. Uh, I, I wasn't there when they shot it. The writer's room and the shooting were two separate things. So I yeah, I never, really... I never remember seeing any writers hanging around. Yeah, so we didn't. Uh, I wasn't there on set, so we wouldn't have met. So I am glad we never met. Yeah, me too. God, I think it's probably best. It's better. So wait, so yeah. when did you? Sorry, so wait. When we, did I think you we actually, circled each other. When for a did long you time. actually meet? Like meet, meet. meet like work. The together. first time we worked together was on Voyage to the Stars. And did you know each other before that? Or sure, I just I knew, so you knew of each other. Oh yeah, yeah. And I knew of him literally because my agent sent me something like. But you would never. But before Voyage to the Stars, you had never really spent never any been real in the room. Together. Together. No. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. And had refused mm. to be in the room. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I remember you. People knew about it. It was a. I we had a, a thing yeah. called yeah. an NTG, a not this guy. Yeah. Right. So you on your NTG, you put down who you won't work with. <laughs> well, you yeah. NTG, so, well, and you, mine was Colton When we Dunn. started doing this podcast right. last summer, mm-hmm. uh, didn't start airing until December, but right. when we started doing this podcast last summer, Gary said, first thing he said to me was, I have an NTG. I have an NTG, and if you try and bring Colton Dunn on this show. Wow. Not gonna happen. It won't we're work. gonna we're yeah. gonna end it right away. But then he just but then he changed it. I met I well, met you know. this guy and I realized <laughs> you know it's like Donald Trump uh-huh. and Kim Jong Un. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We fell in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's that movie Enemy yeah. Mine. Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. enemy it's mine. It's like enemy mine. Which Clearly, one? Which you, one of you, you know is? Well, I'm Lou Gossett. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, on, which now. one of you is Lou Gossett? I'm Lou Gossett. Which one's Dennis Quaid? I have. That's my new thing, by the way. Uh, anytime I go anywhere now, it's always okay. People will come up to you all the time. I'm guessing and go. You know, who you remind me of that because they think you're the guy on Superstore, mm-hmm. but they don't want to say you're the say guy it. on Superstore. Yeah, you know, who you remind me of the guy on Superstore. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing happens. To that you. does happen quite often. That used to happen to me. Now it's do you know who you remind me of? And I think it's something that I am. And they go, <laughs> Oh no. Enemy mine, uh, <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. Like, that, that's but that's that's the thing that they that, pick out from Lou Gossett Jr. That, when he's in full alien, full alien makeup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am now enemy mine. I'm Lou Gossett Jr. Now, and I'm I'm not angry. I, I think it's the goatee. Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, I can't wait for the biopic. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Lou Gossett Jr. You're gonna play. I'm gonna Lou Gossett the. The hell out gossip. of this thing. I'm gonna oh called, just gossip. It'll be called gossip. gossip. I'm gonna gossip. gossip the hell out of it. Gossip. <laughs> you gossip. See it. Uh, all right. You said you didn't nothing big until Superstore. 
Well, yeah, yeah. For, uh, I mean, you had camera. pilots in front of pilots and a couple yeah. reoccurrings, uh, you know. Yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, superstars. You audition for superstar oh, off of Barham Boulevard. That's right. Yeah, that's my superpower. I know where every audition in the world is held. Uh, was wow. it held at? It's a horrible uh, like superpower. At, at, <laughs> at Warner Brothers or like the Oakwood Apartments? Like where was it? Yeah, cr- cat, catty corner from the catty Oakwood. Corner from Oakwood. Oh, okay, all right. It's a it's a crappy superpower unless I could combine it with somebody who could time travel. Mm. And then I could show up at the auditions that I wanted to get in the movies of. Oh, like, nice. if I could time travel to the time of Lou Gossett Jr.'s Enemy Mine, because mm-hmm. I know where that audition is hell, I could have been. You yeah. could have been the enemy. I could have been the enemy. Yeah. I could have been the officer and or the gentleman. I don't know which one he was. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even that concerned. Gary, you're both. I, yep. Thank to you, To me, friend. you're both. I am both an officer. <laughs> and the gentleman. And and or. <laughs> A gentleman. I'll allow it. And that, when, thank you, Judge. When you got Superstore, and I know there's a lot of stuff in between with the auditioning, live performances, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Pilots. Uh, you're made for pilot. You're made for pilot season. When you, got, when you got, by the way, you now have Superstore. You don't even have to go out and audition for pilot you think, season. Right. <laughs> oh, for pilot season. Well, for pilot yes, season, yes, you, yes, yes, you yes. don't. Yeah, no, I didn't. But the, okay, you, here's what the question is going to be, Elliot. Yeah, please. So bring it back to me when when I need it. All right. Okay. Uh, the question was going to be something. So bring that back to uh, me. <laughs> but now the the new question is what he just said. You think right? So it means um, you're still having to audition for stuff, even though you're literally on TV every week, and people are seeing what you're doing, at least one part of what you're doing. And how you're doing it, and your talents at doing it. Yeah, but uh, Uncle Hollywood is still calling your agents, going, "Hey, can he come and audition for this thing?" Yeah, yeah, they still do that, even though the internet exists and <laughs> you could type my name in and yeah. take a look at every Mini thing clips. I've done, every yeah. type of character I've done, and go, "Well, he could do this, he could not do this." I yeah. still will have to drive somewhere and. West Hollywood, yeah. and sit with me and uh, and you're in the who boat. Was the last, huh? Wait, wait, who who was I'm trying it? to remember who I was there with? It was it was, it was a guy from Mad TV. Uh, not Phil Lamar. Not Phil. No, no. But the uh, the uh, the other black guy uh, from New York. Oh, 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 oh. You know, oh, I'm thinking yeah, of does I all the impressions. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Me and him. Not Orlando Jones. Not Orlando Jones. No, 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 no. Not Orlando. Folks. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aries. Aries, Aries Spears. Spears. Oh, okay. Aries All right. Spears. Folks, I was so, going to yeah. say. So you're you need in Aries. Sitting in a weird little room in <laughs> West Hollywood. Both. And, and, both. And, and, and by the way. Yeah. I, I wrote for Mad TV while Aries Spears yeah. was on the show. Yeah. See him every week. Yeah. Did not remember me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Didn't, didn't recognize me. Wow. <laughs> not even a little. I not was like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, hey. Yeah. Went yeah, back to us. I was like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> did you remind him? Did you remind him? Who no, you were? no, I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna be like, no. "Hey, man, don't you, you don't me? remember me? <laughs> I wrote your funny stuff. I helped you get famous." No. <laughs> well, no, he he did all that on his own. I ain't trying to say but that. You but you helped him. No, no, no. I don't think I really wrote anything for him. He did his own thing. No, he no, he was doing stand up. But you were also contributing to his rise. You were writing. Material I mean, but I don't think him. I wrote. I don't think I actually wrote a sketch for Aries. So. Did you write a sketch that made other people look bad so Aries looked better? 
Uh, I tried to do that. I yeah. did. Yeah, I did write sketches where everybody That's else felt horrible. <laughs> so they're, they're still making you go over to West Hollywood mm-hmm. and freaking audition. You know, and it's, it's still fun. I, I enjoy doing. I enjoy the the, the process yeah. uh, somewhat, but it is it is a little silly at a certain point. Well, I I think okay, if it's something that's outside of the sphere that they've seen you do, sure, totally get it, one hundred percent. But you had you in that room and Aries in that room, and they know what you are both capable of. Exactly. So if it's something that's already in your wheelhouse, then it's just spin the black wheel. Do I want, <laughs> yeah. do I want the six foot tall black guy? Or the black guy who doesn't remember somebody just wrote for him for many years. I think it's. I think at that point it's kind of easy. My craziest one like that was uh, coming to L.A. Uh, I had just started doing voiceover out here. And I go to a room and Lou Rawls was sitting in the room. Wow. And then I thought, you know if you want Lou Rawls or not. <laughs> Screw everybody else in here. You know exactly what Lou Rawls sounds like. Because mm-hmm. you can pick up any of his albums any day. What was he auditioning for? We were auditioning for the letter O in Alphabet Serial. Mm-hmm. To me, huh. either hire Lou Rawls or not. You know he can talk. You know he can sing. You know the timbre of his voice. Don't make freaking Lou Rawls. I'm assuming he had a boat just like you. Yeah, he probably He's a boatman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with one of those big fans on the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like they yeah. use in the, uh, uh, in the Everglades. In the Everglades. Or, or the swamps of uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you're from Chicago? Uh, no. But, uh But I'm from Minneapolis. The Minneapolis swamps. Yes, the swamps of Minneapolis. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Don't make Lou Rawls fire up that boat I'm to come out to an audition. on behalf of Lou Rawls. Yeah. It was... Dumb to do that. It is dumb. Uh, I sent out a message earlier to the ladies at the Arby's with the kids. Mm-hmm. Colton, you might want to send out a message to Hollywood right oh, now okay. about this. <clears throat> uh, dear Hollywood, <laughs> please do not make Lou Rawls come into your audition. <laughs> if you want him, you want him. Yeah. And you yeah. can get him. Yeah. But don't make him drive out. Uh. I wish you had delivered that message before he died. (laughs) That would have made all the Lou Rawls difference in Mm -hmm. the world. (laughs) Hollywood's silly. We are all three. Elliot also is an animation producer. He's not just a home bar guy. But we're all all in a silly. It's a silly. I said it on another show. This is a dumb business. It's always silly, sometimes fruitful. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. Is it dumb? Right now, you have you've kind of hit the fruit basket. You're on a show, Superstore. Yep. What network? NBC. That that's one of the majors. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you could have said one of the three major networks. Yep. ABC. Yep. NBC. Yep. NTG, not that guy network. <laughs> CBS. Right. Back in the day, still one of the major networks. Yes. The others is considered doing something else. Yeah. Did your family flip their proverbial wigs when you suddenly became a series regular uh, on a national network show? Uh, I mean, they were pretty excited. Yeah, I think they were pretty excited. So no, no, wig, no wigs. They didn't flip their wigs, I don't think. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, because I've been out here for a while. So yeah. I think if, if I would have come out here in 2004 and yeah. gotten on a show, uh. I think everybody flipped their wigs. But no. when you're out here for like, you know, over 10 years, people are just like, all right, good. Well, there you go. <laughs> you <know? laughs> really? Yeah. But have you not? Okay. All right. So, but but 
regarding wigs. Yeah. Does anyone in your family wear a wig? No. Okay. okay. No. All right. So, so with that, there, there's a so, handicap to that question. There is, yeah. Sure, yeah. I, I would still think that even though they're like, eh, good, it's about time, still you're on TV every week. You are now, you are now that dude. Yeah. You're that dude on that show now. You're yeah. not just that dude who, oh, he was on an episode of um, Seeking Whatever. Mm-hmm. Or the Ghost Twins. Yeah, yeah you're not yeah. that guy. You're like literally <laughs> that guy. And I played the on mayor the on the Ghost Twins, by the way. The oh, mayor. by the way, great. Yeah. You know, the what? tricky part to yeah. me was I knew they were ghosts. I I, I figured that out for yeah, season yeah, one. Yeah. I didn't know they were. Twi- I didn't but know they were. Twi- yeah, yeah, you're the fraternal Ghost Twins. That's the thing. Yeah. I, what about Seeking Whatever? I can't remember what network was that on. I don't Seeking remember. Whatever was, that was a CBS a, show. There was a CBS show. And every week they would just go looking for something. Yeah. And it didn't matter to them. Yeah. And what were you on that one? On I that know, show? I know you were mayor on Ghost Twins. Yeah. I did the voice of the snake. The voice <laughs> of the snake. <laughs> okay. yeah. The voice okay. of the snake. Because when they would go, this is ancient history, he would go, this is ancient his- history. Oh, God. So good. I feel like I was there. We yeah. literally may have just sold two shows, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and, and because we're all wealthy at this table, we don't want the money. We'll do it for free. Okay. I'll do it for the joy. Elliot. <laughs> Yeah. I delivered a message. Yeah. He's delivered a message, uh-huh. Mr. Colton Dunn. Yeah. It's time for you to deliver a message now. I'll do it. About for, our free work. Yeah. I'll do it for the money. That's it? That's oh. your message? That's my I mean, we got... <laughs> hey, you know, my, my daughter just got into into uh, high school that I have to pay for. So, yes, I'll yeah. do it for the money. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, we deliver... Hey, look, I'm very practical. I'm very practical. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll also do it for the joy. Okay. But yeah. we delivered very heartfelt messages. You just... I'm very mercenary. Okay. Very yeah, mercenary. Right. Seriously, none of the family is like going nuts over it. I mean, I think they're all super okay. happy about it. Yeah. You think they're hiding it from you a little bit? Uh, maybe. Maybe they just don't show it as much. Do you want me to give them a call? Should we call them? Uh, I prefer not. You okay. Know I mean? <laughs> after you leave, after you, you know, after you leave, because I, I don't want, I don't want you to be in the middle of this. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather like wait until late, later at night, around like two a.m. And yeah, I'll leave a couple <laughs> numbers for you guys. Okay, so I would. I'm definitely calling them because <laughs> two a.m. there is well. Oh, this is still early here, so no, you're you're in the oh, middle. Yeah, middle which time two a.m. Uh, uh, two a.m. two a.m. our time, which would be about three. Oh. about. Four, four, four a.m. their time. That's that's when that's I make perfect. all my business calls. Every one of my business calls get made at that time. I, it's a very shrewd strategy. You wake that person up. Yep. You yep. make them say yes yep. because they're so disoriented. Yep. Yeah. And then you and you record it, so you've got it on tape. You've got mm-hmm. leverage. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Always record mm-hmm. your business calls. Always. Always record your phone calls. Mm-hmm. Is that legal? A R Y. Yeah, absolutely that's not. Totally. <laughs> no, oh, it's not. Still, uh, you can't record across state lines. But oh, ah. <laughs> but in New York, apparently, in New York, you record. In New York, you can one one. I think it's single consent recording. Yes. Only one person has to consent. I to love that. single consent with everything. Mm-hmm. All about. Is it, I think single consent though is what rape is. That's yeah. Okay. I don't like single consent. No. Anything. I just, <laughs> single consent is bad. You guys news. just made me rethink everything. Because at first with the phone, uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for uh, clearing me out. We're here that. to help. How many episodes of uh, Superstore are you guys in? Uh, oh man. Uh... I want to say we're we've shot close to a little over seventy episodes. <gasps> syndication, as you say, you're bumping balls with syndication. That I've always every day I say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you too much. 
Too much. Pretty, no, the bumping balls <laughs> thing is a little. I don't like a little it. Crass. But then he explained to me what he meant. He's meant like he's playing pool, yeah, like a the, snooker or something like that. Yeah, he's playing. I, well, I, I, have a, I have a snooker table in my manse. <laughs> I was literally about to say snooker, and then I thought that's gonna sound. That's gonna. That's gonna sound too much. And look, then this mofo. Well, because snooker actually is bumping balls. Yeah, that's, really? that is the game of snooker. Yeah, is your look, bumping balls. I don't. I don't. When I play billiards, <laughs> when I play. Billions. Yeah, I don't care for the balls falling yeah. in holes. Yeah, I no. just want to knock them around, knock them around as them. one does in snooker. So when you're bumping balls, yes, there, yes. there it is. Uh, thank you, yes, thank you for that, Elliot. Yes. Now we talked earlier. So you're on Superstore right now, mm-hmm. but then you are also on this brand new freaking podcast. Oh yeah, we 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 hinted around about it early. I think we even said it explicitly. We even said that we said the name, but we did not go into any detail. No, no, no. no that detail. that fabulous cast that's on there. Yep. Cast. We talked about what his character was. Yeah, we had one of the other cast members we on were, this very show. Young oh, Janet wow. Varney. Oh, wonderful. She's mm-hmm. great. super young. She was super young when she came in here. Oh, really? Yeah. Pigtails oh, wow. and could oh, hardly walk. Yeah, oh, that's young. What yeah, is Pablum? Sure. <clears throat> what is Pablum? <laughs> what is that? Now that you've asked, yeah. I, I can't define it for you, but I know. Give me an mean. idea. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's soft, it's uh, like a mushy. safe, it's mushy. Yeah. yeah, she was eating pablum. She okay. was super young. Wow, that's <laughs> she had her milk teeth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she, needed the, she needed the pablum. She was really it was a young. little uncomfortable. Super young. Wow. So the cast of uh, Voyage to the Stars is. Uh, Janet Varney, mm-hmm. who you've already talked about. Uh, yep. Felicia Day. Felicia, just yeah. a, just a young go getter. Oh yeah, she's really she's really great. And uh, Steve Berg. Are all four of you producing that? Uh, How does that work? How, what's the breakdown of that situation? I'm not quite sure. I mean, I'm not producing it. You don't have time. Uh, you don't have. I think, you don't have time. I believe okay. Janet uh, is a producer of the show, and mm-hmm. then Ryan Koppel is the producer and kind of creator of the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, super fun show. We recorded a bunch of episodes, and they're coming out once a week every. Uh, now, did every you guys Tuesday. finish recording all of them? We did. We finished so, recording all of them. They're we, in the proverbial can. They're in the can. Uh, they have uh, we have uh, this great sound design on each episode, mm-hmm. so it sounds real cool. Uh, yeah, and you I said have listened every- to episodes through. I'm on the current episode right now. Oh, okay. And I can confirm. Sounds cool. I yeah. literally was passing the car wash one night mm-hmm. oh, on, yeah. on one of yeah. my nightly walks, and he was walking, bebopping. You know how he bebops, mm-hmm. Colton. I can't, yeah. I can't walk without bebopping. You can't yeah. walk without the bebop. Yep. Uh, and uh, and he's like, hey, I'm listening to Voyage to the Stars. Boom, right there. That's right true. there on the true, street. True story, on the street. I was enjoying it very much because I'm a science fiction uh aficionado yeah oh, okay. uh, I, I enjoy it uh i like that this is kind of a i would say it's kind of like a a, a, a twisted star trek it is and that is the thing that i enjoy about yeah. it and your character captain tucker <laughs> he yeah. should not be there clearly take, he shouldn't be there. shouldn't be where he is no. but clearly takes a page out of the captain kirk playbook oh, yeah. oh for sure and, oh, yeah. and which i which i also uh have enjoyed uh quite a bit how much shatner do you put into that uh, I mean, it's a lot of Shatner. Um, he uh, definitely influenced, you know, the, basically the idea of the character is he is a captain, but he has no training. So he clearly <laughs> has gotten all his training from watching different shows and movies. And obviously, uh, the original Star Trek would be his first go-to. Right. And he has that desire. Like in the pilot episode, it was like you, you, had, to be, you had to be a captain, but also your mom 
and dad. Yes. They're lost. They were lost, lost out there space. somewhere. And you had to go out there. So he has a drive. He's got a drive. A noble, a noble cause. Right. Now, great voice work in that uh, in that show, by the way. Very much. So. If, yeah. if it's okay for me to say that, guys, uh, I'll allow it. Okay. Do you do a lot of voice work? Uh, I, I have recently. I've started doing a lot more. Um, I'm, uh, I do a show called Big City Greens. I play a few characters on there. No, what what is that? Do I, I don't know this Disney show. Disney XD yet. show. Disney XD. <gasps> I gotta watch this show. It's, I don't know this I, show. I, I, I've only seen the pilot. It's a very uh, it's a very good show. Uh, it's uh, 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 Shane and and Chris Houghton. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine fine uh, gentlemen. Uh, I know them from. They did a. They I know them from years back. They did a uh, comic book. Very 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 funny uh, Western comic called Reed Gunther. Uh-huh. Which which I uh, read Gunther. Reed Gunther. It's uh-huh. about a, a cowboy, and it is one of the funniest things I've ever uh, uh, that I've ever read. And oh wow! Re- great comic. Those they're they're I those guys are great. Yeah, they're, they're real super super, funny. super nice guys. Super nice. Yep, it's been really fun doing that. And uh, and then uh, yeah, you know, so I, and I go in for a couple couple times. I'll go in for some Disney XD stuff. I'd like to do a lot more because uh, it's fun. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, it's it's. I think it's one of the funnest. Jobs in Hollywood. Yeah. It's for, for me, the, the animation side is just a good if time. If I could do voice work, no. I would do that. But no. I only have my voice. That's it. But the, the, H. John Benjamin. He had a comedy background right. start. And but he, he has also had, one voice. He's got one voice, but he did that. He did that. Uh, what was that show? Uh, Dr. Uh, no, Katz. Uh, Dr. Katz. Yeah. And so, you know. He did that. Yeah. So I have a show. I can't talk about it, but I have a show that uh, uh, a kid's animated show that I'm mm-hmm. an executive producer on, uh, and there's a dog in it. You did it. I played. I played the dog in the, yes. in the pilot, nice. and uh, and and oh. so I got to bark, which I was that that is it. I can I can talk like myself. Sure. I can do the occasional bad English accent. Yeah. And could I can you, bark. Could you give us a bark? <laughs> <laughs> on just not, like, yeah. I haven't prepared. and not just any bark, but the bark of that character. I'll, that I'll tee it up for you. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, here we go. Right. Oh, uh, it looks like there's a dog under this bag. <laughs> Dude, that's and there we go. Yep, it's that actually was, very nice. Dog was, in this room. Was, so look, if any casting directors uh, or animation casting directors are listening, any oh, yeah. Yeah. animation voice directors are listening, uh, if you need a dog. Uh, I'm available. Dude, we, we, everybody's getting work from this, even Lou Rawls. Yeah, goodness. Now that Lou Rawls is <laughs> back back from coming back from the yep, back from the dead, yep. even Lou Rawls is going to be working yep. on this. What was what was what was that big Lou Rawls song? It's on the tip of my you'll tongue. You'll never find. Oh, you'll never find. Is that, that's yep. it, right? That was yeah, like, that's yeah, that's Lou Rawls. Yeah, voice like butter. You're not a singer, are you? Uh, I've sung before. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a singer, but uh, I like to sing. I would, I would like to say you're a singer. Okay. Thank, I appreciate that. I, Thank you. I, two of the three men at this table can sing. I, but you can guess, and you, you can don't guess have which to. One. You are yeah. a barker now. I'm a barker. Yeah. You're I'm, making your millions I'm gonna, as a barker. Exactly. Exactly. If you had your druthers, mm-hmm. that's what we say. Where I'm from. Sure. Where am I? The south. The, the, yeah. The this south. is the south in the 30s. Yeah. In the. <laughs> but okay. Here's the deal, man. I, I I am from the south. I also grew up very poor in the south, and my my parents were very old, for real. So a lot of me is some super old sharecropper kind of <laughs> references, and that's not a lie. 
<laughs> so, yeah, the South in the 30s. That's probably about right. <laughs> if you had your druthers, the on-camera comedy, <laughs> the writing, the voiceover. If tomorrow I came to you as what I'm going to call the evil fairy, <laughs> and I said, I'm going to take away everything, you get one left. <laughs> You get only one Colton Dunn. This may be a it's new animated series. So we're the evil fairy. Yeah. The evil fairy. The evil fairy. The, I call F you, evil fairy, you. I, my last that's why three shows evil so fairy far you. On, this, on this show that, yeah. we've, that we've sold already into. Well, they're, they're in pre-syndication. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get one Colton Dunn. Okay. All right. Can I ask one question? Oh, you can ask two. Okay. Uh, Generous. Does this mean also no producer credits? Is it just that one thing and that's it? Okay. Whatever the, whatever the project is, uh, I couldn't. The evil be fairy is going to say on camera, doing your comedy, your voiceover, whatever the other things I said, <laughs> and <laughs> add to that. Or you could be a producer of or one. Yeah, it's an oh. or. Okay. Well, you, you get the, then yeah. on camera. You get one oh, on the, camera uh, comedy. Uh, the evil fairy was about to ask you again, but you already chose. I got it. yeah on camera yeah. comedy. That's pays, it. Pays most episodic by of all three of those things. So, but now you're a man who's already independently wealthy. We've established this. Well, yeah, I know. because you came in an aeroplane mm-hmm. and a fan boat. Yeah, you came in both of them. Uh, yes, it's kind of a combo. Rarely seen. You don't. Yeah, very, yeah, you I have got, to yeah. be very wealthy to be I able was to dropped of, from yeah. the airplane in, in, my, into, in into my the boat. Hovercraft. You dropped into the hover. hovercraft. Hover. Yeah. Okay. You're already loaded, but you would you would simply just because it's the most lucrative. It's the most lucrative. lucrative. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got college coming up. Yeah, you know, and because you you're going to go back to college. I'm going to go back to college, and well, you, you got know. you got fan boats to pay for. I got other. Yeah, the fan boats don't last forever. Wait, are you a family man? You said you have college coming. Are you a family man? Uh, well, I have I have I have one daughter, and I'm looking to have uh, have more children, and uh, you know, college is very expensive. Or you can. Pay someone to yes, get I could, your kid. I could Photoshop I my school. daughter's face on I, I Muhammad that was, Ali boxing. That, and, that's true. You could. That that was not cheap for those people. It was not that, cheap. That was the thing. That's the. Well, it seemed what a little. It seemed a little. Well, Five hundred thousand dollars. It seems seemed like they could have. But but I think the thing was that they were not going to be getting into that. That school. that right. is totally true. But they had still, gotten into Arizona State or some right. other school that they just didn't want to go to. Uh, right. The Phoenix, Phoenix University. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid amounts of money you get, spent you got, on cheating. you got to think that that school, I don't think it was about the kids. I don't think it was about that school's going to give them the leg up. I think it's about, and by the way, there's only two Hollywooders in that. The rest of them are these other big business yeah. muckety mucks. One right? of the facilitators of the scam, I believe, is right from right here in the Shokes. Ah, oh, in oh, Sherman Oaks. Man. Yeah. Oh, we cheat on that guy. Everything in oh, Sherman Oaks. That guy. Yeah. yeah, the guy, the, the big, big guy from the Shokes. Oh no, no, not the oh. big guy. He, no, he's oh. from like Orange County or something. Oh, okay. but, oh, I, I, but I can't. Remember, I don't know. I I don't know who it was. But there was one person who was involved. Yeah. I think at that point it's more about the parents. I think it's oh, more yeah. about I want my kid. I want it to appear that my kid like. There's no way they're going. How much did you just say? What five hundred thousand yeah. dollars? There's no way you're going. That's going to be worth my five hundred thousand dollars just for the kid. Part of it's got to be your ego mm-hmm. of getting my Absolutely. kid. Absolutely. The thing that I have not been able to let go of, and look, I, I don't know. I'm assuming that most of the kids had no idea that their parents were kind of pulling. Most this, of them this, did not. They they did say them. there was one kid who was on a conference call with the parents. Well, I, look, I feel like. Some yeah, I'm not. That doesn't surprise me, but I feel like most of the kids, 
you know, thought, oh, hey, I got into the school of, yeah, that I, of sure. my dreams, and I must, I must have been good enough. That's, I feel great. I, like, I did it. Wow. And then to yeah. discover, it's like, oh, actually, mom and dad paid somebody under the table and cheated to get me in. So not only was I not really actually qualified, but my parents didn't believe that I was good enough to actually do it. Mm-hmm. And that is such a shitty thing to do to a kid. Yeah. And, and, and just a shitty thing to do yeah. as a rich person. Yeah. You know, just like... Like there's so many other uh, other rich ways that you could help get your kid into into that school, but to to do it in the, such an underhanded fashion really pisses me off. Well, I'm I'm angry. I'm mm. sorry that you said that. Now, did because, you go to college? Yeah, I did. Where'd you go? I went to Ithaca College. Okay. Yeah. So I did not. I was not. A, and and which was my which was my first choice, and I yep. was very glad I got in there. But Ithaca College is not like. Look, I loved Ithaca. I had a great time there. I have friends there. Uh, you know, I made great friends there, lifelong friends. Uh, but Ithaca College is not like, you know, USC or Cornell, which is the other school in Ithaca. You know, like, mm-hmm. and and so it was. It's just it's a good school, you know. And that was the, the that was the one I that was right for me. But don't cheat. Don't cheat, folks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good message. Yeah, that, that is a good message. But, you know, people go, I would do anything for my kid. I'd do it. It's like that's that's akin to those ladies who beat up the other cheerleader so that their kid can get on the cheerleading team. Oh, no, that I team. understand. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't understand that either. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Get it. Yeah. But it's, it, it, that's the same thing. That's that same parent mentality. And that is about as much about you wanting something for your kid than it is the kid wanting something yeah, for your kid. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's you know, but I think yeah. that uh it's 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 short sighted. Yeah. Because it's like you said, what you what you end up teaching your kid, even the kids who knew. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, that you know, that they knew it's still they they've taught their children, you know, that in you could say, well, they're adults if they're eighteen or whatever, but it's still a kid no, still doing kids, something yeah. that their parent is telling them to do. And uh, you know, I think you know, one like my mom growing up, uh, you know, she was very kind to me, but you know, I was also it was also strict. And one thing I remember when I was super broke, living in New York and running out of money, and you know, I was like, well, I guess I'll just I'm gonna try to call my mom and ask for money. And she was like, you're not getting any money. Yeah. You know, come come home, get a job, get a yeah. job, save money, and go back out. Yep. Uh, you know, you have to let your kids fail. Yeah. And if your kid doesn't get into the school they want to, there's a lesson that that's a lesson they're going to learn that's going to help them out down the line. So, you know, help helping them out is is does not help them out in the long run. Yeah. But I I think those rich people don't. Those rich people, not all rich people, because as we've established, all three of us <laughs> yeah, we're sure, super yeah, rich. Yeah. Gangfully well. Yeah. I think those rich people, the others as we call them in the rich community, right. they don't see exactly what you just said. you got to let them fail. Yeah. I think they see, why let them fail? Let me just give them that thing that they need. I seriously think that's what they see. Like the super rich don't quite live like we do, and they have a whole different set of rules that we don't have. Well, it's not even a don't quite. It's just they don't. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just period. It just it doesn't. It's not the same. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly. It's not the same set of rules. And I think you can look at uh, our. Oh gosh, I'm going there again. 
our current disgrace of a president of the United States. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, I built myself up from nothing with a million and a half dollars that right. my, my very wealthy father gave me. And right. then you've got three kids who have convinced themselves that they have, that they have, uh, you know, that they're self-made. And, you know, and they're not. And it's just like, it's this, it's delusion is what it is. And then, you know, and I, so I think that when you are, when you're doing something, yeah, like you have to let your kids, uh, you know, try things and not succeed so that they can learn what that feels like and learn what it means to get back up and try again. And that like, because if it's, because if it's important to them, they will. Yeah. And 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 it, because you you need to learn how to 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 go after what you want in a meaningful way, and That's, I don't think that those kids are are, are not right. you know right. like, yeah that they don't get that they are going to just go after they're get it now yeah well or not or they're not yeah. yeah or you know like they're going to go after it in just a very <laughs> the future leaders di- of America different way is it they if you see something from a totally different. Sh- through a totally different shade than the rest of the world, and mm-hmm. they may never see. Some of them will. Some of them will. Sure. Some of them won't. Like especially like the girl who's on the phone setting it up with everybody. Like mm-hmm. she ain't on. Chances of her getting it are slim and none. That's the way it She'll operated. Just do it better next time. Yeah, yeah. Don't <clears throat> I won't get caught next time. Right. Or slick. Your president, uh, Elliot. Oh yes, yes, right. Yeah. Uh, by the way. I had my, you know, I went to the court and I got my name legally changed. I also got him legally changed from being wow. my president. Oh, did Whoa, you? what court? What, well, yeah. uh, Van Nuys. Van Nuys court. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, Van Nuys and, court. I didn't and, realize. And, and what did you have your name legally changed to? Gary Anthony Williams. It's just spelled different. <laughs> yeah. G-E-H-R-I-H-I-E. Okay. Anthony still spelled the same. Okay. Williams is W-I-L-L-I-H-U-M-Z. So, so some extra... Letters. It's in the but it still are, sounds. That are, that are it still sounds the same. The same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Uh, are you teaching your kid to be better than? Uh, to be, <laughs> you gotta. You got to be better. As, better than this, other people. After this conversation, <laughs> you've got to. Go, you've got to just teach her to be better than other people. I try to teach her to be. To, I try to be teach her to be good. Oh. You know. I try to teach hmm. her to be a nice, uh, generous, and to share. Um, you know, she's only three, so. Hey, that's hey, look. My child's calling. Right, I'm going to answer this call. We've never done this song. Oh, that's true. I my wife was calling, and I go. didn't even answer that. Hey, Ethan, what's up, buddy? Uh, so, uh, are you going to pick me up from the school, or what am I doing? Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a podcast right now. Can you do the Uber over? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I told you earlier this. Hey guys, I, I, on the podcast now. Uh, I told you, I told you early this morning. I'd probably be picking your mom up, but I made it back. So I told you, you probably have to take the Uber. Okay, okay love you, buddy. Bye bye. That's how you parent. If anyone has <laughs> any you, questions, there you go. By the way, I can guarantee you this. Uh, I'm very upfront with my son. I'm going to say, by the way, I have that call. On Uber, I mean, I have the, that Uber call on the podcast. Is it okay if I put it on? He will probably say no. Mm-hmm. At which point, I will take it off. Fine. If you're hearing this, he said yes. Now, watch this, guys. All right. Hi, guys. If you're hearing the rest of this podcast, my son just called and told me I couldn't play his phone call. I mean, I talked to him and he told me I couldn't play the 
previous phone call, and I'm respecting his wishes. Fine parenting, Gary. Yeah, he handled it great. Thank you. Uh, that, that phone call was about a family Ubering. Yeah. Uh, normally, I go pick him up. Today, I needed him to take an Uber home. Yeah. And do you guys, do you have it like on his Uber on his app? Is that on like your, your card? Yeah, so? it's called, yeah, and it's called Family, and you get to watch. You oh. can watch the car exactly where it is at all times. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I told him when he gets within three miles of the house, just grab the steering wheel and see if the guy can handle it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want somebody driving you around who can't handle an emergency. Yeah. But only within the three-mile radius. Yeah, within the three-mile Because if it's a crash, he can walk back. He, he can walk home. Back. He can walk home. <laughs> well, he, he, he's a long-distance runner. He is. So That's three miles run. is easy for him. Three miles is a 15, I don't know uh, how many. Uh, 16, 15 nautical si- miles. 16-minute runs. So nautical miles. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're raising your daughter to be kind and nice mm-hmm. and respectful. That's one way. That's one way. You, if, if, if this doesn't air, my son's phone call, oh, yes. you heard how hard I came yeah, down man. on oh, him. Oh, that was, say, you know what? Oh. You, yeah. You showed him what's up. Yeah. yeah. As we say in the South, I put down the hammer. And they don't oh, say yeah. that anywhere else except the hammer. I've no. never even heard that phrase. I don't even know what a hammer is. I lived is. in the right. South. That's the thing. They only have hammers in the south. Yeah, they only and only certain south. parts of the south. The next to the deepest part of the south. That's the only place you got the hammer. I was just north of the deepest yeah. part. So I laid I it now. I didn't ever heard that before. Family man, I'm, I'm looking at Colton Dunn <laughs> while I say this. By the way, <laughs> family man, live performer, a voiceoverman, new, newer, newer to the voiceoverman, and on camera genius. Wow. And one of the leads in one of the newest, sharpest podcastings, Colton Dunn. A time is about up, Colton. All right. I know you've said, Gary, I won't leave here until I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. You barricade yourself in somebody's house yeah. until you're satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once you're satisfied. I'm out. Or not. You choose. Yeah. You're like, you can go, I'm satisfied, I'm out. Or, I'm satisfied, I'm staying. Yeah, Very, though I, that indicates a, a, a level of deep satisfaction. Yeah. Yes. Why should I leave? Why should I leave? I've been There's so nowhere satisfied else to go. that where, any place else would be a disappointment. Yeah. I hope you're satisfied, Colton Dunn. Very much so. You've taught this America, this man's America. I hope it's a woman's America soon. First of okay, last thing I want to say. <laughs> we went through this whole midterm thing. Uh-huh. Got all of these people of different sexes and colors. And as of this podcast, the two front runners are old white dudes. That's right. Did we learn nothing from the old white dudes who have come before the old white dudes? And I like old white dudes. My father-in-law is an old white dude. Yeah. I got nothing against old white dudes. Yep. I'd slap them on the back and uh, have a cherry cola with them. But have we not learned enough from the old white dudes when we have all of these other things in Congress right now? Well, I think that there is a thing in this country where old white dudes are not ready to let go okay. of, uh, of, of the reins of, of power. And, and we're not ready to let go of the old white dudes. And that yeah, may also so. be the case. But I will say this, is that it is early. And, yep. uh, that, is. And, and there are a lot of Democrats 
uh, yep. that are running for president. I, I myself may yet throw my hat into the ring. <laughs> so it depends. Email us if you want me to run throw for your president. head in. It. If oh you yeah, want there me. you yeah. go. So. This is <laughs> the way to do it. Yeah. I don't mind if an old white dude wins. If it's a great old white dude, sure. But it seems like we're just restoring the old white dude pot. Yeah. yeah. Give me a new old white dude with something different to say. Sure. Well, I mean, well, we we could get into it. But like Howard yeah. Schultz, the CEO of former CEO oh, yeah. of Starbucks, oh. he he's oh. an old oh. okay, he's an mind. older white never dude. Mind. Never mind. He's been terrible. Yeah, I don't terrible. want that guy. So like, what's the, why? I don't want that. Yeah. Guy. Okay. Uh, hey, anything brand new coming up? Before Elliot's going to ask you a few questions from the internet, mm-hmm. oh, getting okay. you out of here. Uh, Do you have anything new? Do you, I mean, you, you're. I, my guess is you're too busy. My guess is you leave that set of your of your show somewhere near one p.m. Mm-hmm. Just tired from your nine to one p.m. shoot day, <laughs> yeah. you're spent. Mm-hmm. You leave that set. The massagist picks you up and gives you a shoulder massage yeah. on your way to wherever it is you go to count your money every day. Mm-hmm. A silo, your silo to your I'm, cash silo. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, and you probably after you leave that silo, you have very little time to do anything else mm-hmm. because of. You're full of the massage oils. You can't mm-hmm. stand up. You can't walk right because you, they've massaged under your feet and your yeah. feet are super slick under the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but if so, do you have any other time to do anything else? And if if you do, is there anything new coming down the pipe or the pike mm. that you would like? I'd use both of them. You, I liked it. Wow. And I liked how you popped that P <laughs> and enunciated that K. Pop that P. Say that K. Pop that peep. Uh, just Voyage of the Stars every Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, check it out where you get your podcasts. And uh, Superstore on NBC, Thursday nights, 8, 7 central. Are you doing any live improving? Uh, I do. I do a live show uh, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in Los Angeles on Franklin Avenue. Uh, yeah. What's that show? It's just a long-form improv show. Me and a couple other people just mess around. You you ever wear a hat when you do it? Um, you know Man, what I don't. I never wear a hat. Change it up and wear a hat. I'll throw a hat in the mix. A hat keeps the comedy in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not wearing a hat, it escapes it out of the escape. Because we lose most of our heat through our head, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah. yeah so if I wear a hat, I just start pouring sweat down the front <laughs> you start of my face. Start pouring comedy down your <laughs> yeah. face. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. You're confusing comedy with sweat. Is that different? <laughs> Uh, what's the internet say? All right. Well, uh, I'm going to start with a. Uh, I'm going to start with a text. And we got to let him gonna... go soon too. I, I held him too long. All right. All right. That, that phone call. That meaningful phone that, call it with took my a son. Long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with actually a text message uh, from my friend Brian Winkler uh, in Oklahoma City, uh, who is a big Superstore fan. Uh, tweets about it all the time. Loves yeah. Superstore, and uh, and so he he's got a very serious question for you. He said. Um, he says, and I'm going to read this uh, verbatim. Okay, so he and uh, 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 Dina, mm-hmm. who uh, started as kind of the Dwight of the show, have a bizarre relationship where they occasionally have sex, but generally despise each other. Kicked off on the first Halloween episode when she dressed up as a cop. Uh, he went into yes. some detail. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, he went into some detail, uh, and he couldn't stop staring at her. It was a powerful image. I'm looking at it now. It is, in, in fact, a powerful image. Okay, I believe. Um, uh, his question uh, were you at all prepared for Lauren Ash's Officer Naughty costume when it first appeared? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody was prepared. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
He put some graphics into a very simple question. <laughs> it, but well, he, put, he added graphics. Brian is, if nothing, uh, a, a thorough uh, a thorough fellow and mm-hmm. a, 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 a good questioner. All right, uh, moving to Twitter. Um, okay, uh, some rapid fires uh, from our buddy CG. Okay. He's got Gold, at Gold Ranger 1217. He's always got questions for us. Uh, thank you, CG. We love you. You guys have great chemistry on the show. How did you create a bond so fast? Uh, you know, I don't know how that happened, but, uh, from the moment that we started doing the pilot, I got, we all got along pretty well. Uh, I always think it's sort of a top down thing because, uh, America Ferreira, who's sort of the lead on the show is super nice and immediately mm-hmm. wanted all of us to go out to dinner together. And, uh, yeah, from right away, we, uh, everybody had chemistry, everybody, uh, you know, sort of synced up really well. And yeah, I think it, it shows on screen. So if you starting your show, feed people, feed mm-hmm. them, feed them go at out, the very go beginning. Go out and break bread together. That's, you know. Yeah, I, I, with that. I think Classic that's a, I think that's a great idea. Or have a drink with them. Sure, there you yeah, go. Why not? If if they drink, and if yeah. not, make them a fine non-alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite Thundercat? CG wants to know. Uh jeez, who's my favorite Thundercat? Are you a Thundercat uh, fan? I mean, I, I was sure. I loved like the Thundercats. Okay. Uh, the Panther guy, I think, was my favorite. I want to say his name was like. Panthro or something like that. I don't, you know, probably I can't remember. Yeah, Lion O, I mean, was the lead. And yeah. That makes sense. So I think it's Panthro. All right. Uh, this is a good question. Actually, this is one I, I, I wanted to ask uh, you. How did you prepare yourself for playing a character in a wheelchair? Uh, well, um, you know, I, I didn't do too much other than just spend some time with the chair. Uh, just kind of, uh, I took it home with me uh, and just sort of used it around uh, my house at the time and kind of took it out a little bit uh, just on the street and stuff to try to, you know, get familiar with, with the chair. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. Do, Do you, people ever get ticked with you that was for, the, for being uh, you in the chair? You my question. Oh, sorry. Uh do, do people t- ever get do t- people ever get annoyed? You know, kind of like you're uh, an able-bodied person, sure. so the differently abled, uh, do they ever you know get annoyed? Say, hey, why didn't you just cast somebody who yeah actually uh, is in a chair? There's def- definitely that comes up, um, you know, and there's so- some people who have a firm rule that they don't want to see anybody uh, who does not uh, have uh, the disability of the character that they're playing play that mm-hmm. character. Um, and I, I respect that uh, argument. Um, I think other people uh, and uh, the argument that I, I, I definitely understand more and agree with more and, and try to do my best to to help support is just the the amount of uh, people who are disabled who are you who do show up on camera uh, is not really reflective of the amount of disabled performers as there are out there and available. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that you know, like with everything, Hollywood could do a better job of uh, casting people with disabilities uh, in shows, and not even just in characters who are playing disabled people, mm-hmm. but just playing any character and just maybe they happen to have a disability. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, when you look at a show, uh, you know, I also have to look at it from sort of the, the the position of a show that was written with an ensemble cast in mind. Right. Uh, and when you're putting together a group of people, uh, personalities and character uh, really bleed into how that cast is going to to read, and you know for for the show they decided that my chemistry with the rest of the cast uh, outweighed the fact that uh, I I'm not using uh, a chair, uh, and so we had discussions when the show first started of whether or not we were even gonna have Garrett 
be using a wheelchair on the show. Uh, but I think we came down on the idea that we'd rather at least have that character represented on the show mm. uh, because we were trying to show the diverse workforce and you know the you know the fact that all kinds of people uh, are working together. And uh, I thought that you know it was important. To, I really enjoyed a character who was you know a character who used a wheelchair, but he rarely discusses it on the show. And in a lot of ways, he's the coolest guy on the show, and right. uh, you know, and uh, so you know. But I, but I certainly understand it, and it's uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that uh, as a as the as an industry and and as a as a as a culture, I guess we're trying to figure out where everybody's going to land on, mm. you know, whether or not somebody who plays a character has to actually be the you know, have all the same attributes as that character that they're playing. Interesting. All right. Very interesting. Very good. All right. Switching over to Instagram. Uh, Aaron Flex uh, says, Yo, tell Colton I say hi. Okay. What's that's up, not Aaron? a question. You, oh, that's not, sorry, it's not. you know what? If they don't have a question mark, yeah, right? And this, okay, this Aaron is not Pruder. to you. Do you know Aaron? Pruder? This is not to you. Hold yeah. on, Elliot. Okay. Yeah. Guys, if you, you can do exactly what you just did with a hello. Mm-hmm. Next time, stick a question mark out after it, and Elliot will read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it doesn't have a question mark, yeah, get uh, it out. But I don't care if it's a statement. Like, wow, great day outside. Just put a question put mark. Put a question mark. Out. Sure. And All then right. it gets read. Okay, fair enough. Uh, get out. Okay. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, here's a question from uh, from Phil Lamar, past friend of the show, past oh, guest. Oh, good old Phil. Uh, Phil Lamar. We actually covered this, but since Phil is uh, such a uh, friend, a, a friend oh, and a, uh, a a person of he great stature. He was on uh, Superstore. Great. Oh, was he? Yeah. What? Yeah. Person of great stature in this industry. I wanted to read his question. Uh, Colton, you're so funny. Why weren't you on camera at Mad TV? I believe we, we kind of covered oh. that. <laughs> so Yeah. Talk to David Salzman about that. Okay, there you go. And also, we'll, we'll li- just listen earlier in the show, Phil, and the, the whole we talked yeah. about it, we talked about it, all that. Gary, I, I'm going to add question, question marks mark. to this okay. one. Okay. But this one's really for us, I okay. think. All right. I think. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. Loaded uh, Trees on Instagram uh, says, I swear you guys are geniuses? Keep up the great work? Yeah, that's a question. I'm pre- that is a question. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah, I think that was directed. Okay. At us. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Thank you. That's uh, a question. Thank you, Loaded Trees. We we appreciate your question. And I think yeah, I, I think we're pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing all right. We're hey guys. Yeah. I'm Loaded Trees. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> uh all right. Those were our questions. Oh, thank oh, wait, you. Wait, wait, was uh, my sister awesome. asked something on Facebook. Oh, yeah. But I told Sorry. her to make it a question. Oh, yeah. She, I no, don't know if she, she ever did. Okay, no, she did. She, <laughs> she did. Oh, did she? She did. Uh, this is Erica? Erica Falks, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone love Superstore more than me? No. Wow. Well, well, there you go. That was easy. Yeah, She's going to be out here Erica. visiting California for the first time soon. So really? I'm just going to dr- drive her by the studio so she can look at the building where her magic happens. All right. So there we go. Very good. CD, Colton Dunn, down for the work, but even for the fun. Oh, That's yeah. what they, they say it all the time. They say it all the time. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for dropping in. Of course. Dropping by. And dropping Just, out. And, and dro- <laughs> Thank you most of all for dropping in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for this wonderful drink. It was oh. very tasty. Oh, right. I highly Pleasure. recommend making one at, uh, at home for all the listeners. Excellent. Elliot does not suck at drink making. Thank you. I try not to. I, this drink's a little strong. I don't know if people can hear that in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dude. it's pretty much all booze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seriously, thanks, man. 
I'm happy to see you getting the due that you're due. I'm glad you're not being, you're not going to be Lou Rawls in this business. I hope not. You're going to be out of the Lou Rawlsing within, I'm predicting, 45 minutes. Oh, wow. In Ooh. 45 minutes, it's Whoa. going to be offer only. By the way, let's make it right, right yeah. now on this show. Uh-huh. I, I don't know who represents you, and they I can guarantee they probably really won't be representing Paradigm you at, and Artist First. Yeah. Paradigm Artist First, as of this moment, when this podcast goes live, Colton Dunn is offer only. <laughs> he will not go to any auditions, even if it's it's you up against Larry Fishburn in the Larry Fishburn story. He won't show up. Colton Dunn is offer only from here on out. Rip up any emails, and they, they get their emails come in <laughs> by, on the paper. paper. They're printed yes. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rip up any of your printed emails. He will not go to an audition. Thank you, Gary. And let the offer's first line be the amount of money it's going to pay. If it is under what Colton is expecting, he shan't show up for the job. Yep. Well. Thank you for being here, Colton. Thanks for having me. Last serious. question. Very serious. The the ultimate yep. okay. question. The ultimate question. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Captain Dope. That's C-A-P-T-D-O-P-E. Very Cap- good. Dope. And that's how I knew you drove a boat. That's right. Ah, you, uh, from yeah, the captain. captain. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, there's there's... You know, I listened to that. I listened to that uh, Voyage to the Stars. Yeah. And you get to do something that, as a kid, as a huge you know Star Trek fan when I was a kid, never get to do, which is the captain's log. Oh yeah. Could I uh, do a captain's log right yeah. now? Where you're, where you, where you yeah. get yeah. found? Yeah, where I'm the captain. Yeah. 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 And, and I, should I set you up with where we find you? Is that what your captain's log is going to be about? I'm no. Okay. I'm going to set you up. Okay. Captain's log, star date. Oh. Fourteen. 28 XC12. There's a lot of shoulders in his acting. I learned uh, that if you're going to do a Shatner, yeah. the key is, is to put your elbows into your diaphragm. Oh, okay. Oh. And then and then when you do that, uh, uh, you uh, channel the okay. Captain Kirkness. Okay. All right. Um, Gary. Yeah. Uh, my Equa host has disappeared into the ether. Yeah. Where can people find him oh boy. on social media? Oh, that guy is good. Well, friend, because of the card you gave me, <laughs> I'm on Instagram at Gary Anthony Williams. Flip it over at Twitter at Gary A. Williams. Very good. You can hear me on the pilot episode of Colton's show. That's right. And then you can hear me here all the time. And watch me on that uh, I'm Sorry on Netflix and True TV. There you go. Elliot. Yeah. Um, Stevenson. <laughs> That's a fancy uh, Well, here's the thing. My dad's name is Steven. So yep. if we were Stevens. Norsemen, yep. I would be Steven's son. Uh, so, congratulations, you're Norsemen. But we're, well, we're Jews. But that's oh. fine. Thank you. Yes. Oh. All right. Uh, Norse Jews. A very small sect of, oh, of, of Norse the, the, Jew, the Jewish Norsemen. Um, you can find me. At Elliot Blake, E-L-L-I-O-T-B-L-A-K-E. And that's the same for Twitter and Instagram. Mm. You can listen to me on this show. I don't appear on any TV shows because I'm not an actor. To. I don't need to. You guys do it much better. 
I will say though, you do have another voice that you can do. Apparently, I can do Shatner and Dog and your own voice. So, so uh, look for me on a cartoon uh, near you soon. Shatner and the Dog. Shatner. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's four shows. That's four shows we came up with. Shatner today. Gonna... and Dog sounds like a great show. Uh, Absolutely, like a good show. Well, until we sell Shatner in the show, you can uh, you can uh, support me by uh, picking up my book, Create One Hundred Cocktails, a Home Bar Guys Deep Dive into the Art of Cocktail Creation. Uh, on Amazon.com. You'll find that there in print. If you prefer a PDF like Gary does, I you can do. get that on gumroad.com. And uh, if you have been enjoying the show, if you want to know where you can find us uh, on, the, uh, on the social media, you can follow us on Twitter at Gary and Elliot. You can follow us on Instagram at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot, all smushed together, uh, smushed together, one word. Yep. Uh, that drink is starting to get to me now too, it's, it's, and <laughs> and that's an A N D, not an ampersand. Day drinking with Gary and Elliot uh, on the web. Uh, you can find our website, Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot dot Simplecast dot FM. You can email us. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah, about I feel it now? great about you. Emails. Feel great about emails now. They're the best. All right. Day drinking with Gary and Elliot at gmail.com. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's show or any past show, uh, please uh, find it in your heart to give us a, a, a five-star rating on uh, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, uh, and if you're listening but you haven't subscribed, by all means, people. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Smash, Smash it. it hard. And because uh, that helps us find new listeners, and we uh, we like uh, we love our listeners, uh, so help us find more of them. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of finding more, I don't know if I could find more respect in my heart than I have for this man, Colton Dunn. Okay, all right, thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you for being here. Of course, thanks. Thank for you for me. being a dad with morals <laughs> and a fine improvisational and comedy performer. Cheers, Elliot. Thank you for being my friend. And rarely charging me for it. <laughs> Gary, it's my pleasure. And Americans, thank you for being Americans. Because this show is for you. And everybody else. <laughs> when out with a pal in the midst of the day, if you're going to have a day drink, remember to do so responsibly. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary. Not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines.